So this is podcast number nine and I'm going to start with a story of how I went to begin this podcast because it demonstrates the impact of checking your privilege or checking to see whether you're being political correct and the impact that has on me expressing my true nature. Does privilege exist? Of course it does. Does that mean that I need to alter my nature to change who I am inherently, to alter my perspective um, in a way that feels unnatural to me? Or am I just going to utilize my full capability and capacity to realize my highest potential? And, you know, I want to talk about um, the perspective of those who are marginalized because it's valid. I'm not saying it's not valid, but I'm not saying that political correctness or things like checking your privilege um, are the solution. And in fact, they're even worse than the problem in many ways from my perspective. So... What I would say in terms of, you know, let's, when I went to start this podcast, I began it, or it just came out of my mouth, we're going to kick off talking about XYZ. And then I stopped it because I thought to myself, and this was just, this was just instinctive almost, where I found myself going, oh, someone might be offended but if I use kick off because they might think I'm making some kind of racial slur or whatever it may be. And then I just caught myself just going, what the hell are you doing? Someone else's interpretation of your truth has nothing to do with you. If anything I say in this audio triggers you, the fact that you need me to change my perspective shows you how trapped you are in your own life. The fact that you're saying that your ability to thrive, your capability and capacity to thrive, has any bearing on my perspective. You are disempowering yourself like you would not believe. You're just giving your power away. And in this scenario, I've spoken about giving your power away to a higher authority, where you're praying to a higher power and asking it to help you. Please help me. And what, meanwhile, you're suffering in your life and you're forming a belief that you, you'll never acknowledge that this higher power is punishing you somehow. Just giving your power away relentlessly. Now, when it comes to matters of racism or if you're marginalized and you know, you're someone that finds yourself uh, wanting to tell people to check their privilege, now, th- this is disempowerment on a whole nother level. Energetically, what's happening is you're saying to everyone who, and this is, means if someone's in a position of privilege, they're in the majority. What you're saying is that your ability to live a meaningful life or to live a peaceful life or whatever's important to you is bound up in the perspective of the majority. And the reality is they are never going to understand your perspective, truly. 
they're never going to understand what it feels like to be marginalized. So the, the futility of you trying to get people to check their privilege, it, it, it's, it is so pointless and the reality is it has no bearing on your life. Absolutely no bearing. Someone else's perspective has absolutely no bearing on your life. And so if you were to look at this from the perspective of being, I am, I'm the creator, is it has to begin with you claiming the truth of what's underneath the things that trigger you. So now let's look at the, the typical um, scenario of a, of a person who's marginalized. And someone who's transgender or fluid, but, you know, marginalized. Now, they are so triggered by privilege. And now, notice what I did there. I said they are so triggered by by the privilege of others. And they shame they, they shame people for having privilege. <laughs> but notice what I'm doing. I've completely bundled all people of transgender up into one thing. They're all like that. They all do this. They all do that. They all think this. This is human nature. This is human nature. It will never stop. It will never stop because there's no other way to um, address an issue that affects a massive group of people without stereotyping. It's impossible because every group has a nature. Every group has a nature. A flock of birds has its own nature. A school of fish has its own nature. Am I stereotyping uh, a school of fish by saying they all, they swim in unison? Oh, you know those schools of fish, they all swim in unison. Ah, oh, you're stereotyping. No. <laughs> That's the nature of, of a school of fish. And so what is the nature of a group of transgender people? What is the nature of a group of um, white men? What is the nature of a group of white men who like football? What is the nature of a group of white men who are into comics? <laughs> what is what is the nature of a group of um, girls who like playing with dolls? What is the nature of a group of lesbian girls? They have a nature because they have an individual nature that is unique and the group that they take part in relate to that nature this is it's it's nature now here's the truth that you may not want to hear you can also do it with men and women men have a nature women have a nature the nature of man is that he's forward moving he's a, he's a provider he's can be aggressive 
he he's a doer. The nature of a woman is that she is receptive. She is has she is emotional. She is um, non-linear in her thinking. A man is extremely linear in his thinking. She prefers to express with her feelings rather than with her mind. This is the nature of a man and a woman. That doesn't mean everyone is the same. Doesn't mean every man has that nature because everyone's on a spectrum. And is a hybrid of all of these things. And so what I really want to speak to here is that it's with it's with people who identify as transgender. And this is so important because it just makes it so much easier um, to navigate for everyone involved. For the people who feel like they're treading on eggshells when they see someone that looks gender fluid, they can't tell if it is a man or a woman. And just go with me here. I'm talking biologically. They can't tell if it is a man or a woman biologically. That, and so they don't know what to say. And they're scared of triggering someone. This isn't helpful socially. If I see you, I, this is what I want from the perspective of wanting all human beings to live a meaningful life and to realize their highest potential. That's where I'm coming from. So what's the ideal scenario from my perspective? It is that I can be totally honest with you and just ask you what your preference is without you getting triggered. You know, it has to be okay for me to ask you how you would like me to address you. Because it's a social thing. The biology doesn't matter. You know, these people that are out there that are saying, a man is a man, you know, if you're a man, you're a man. You know, if you take a test and your testosterone levels, you're a man, regardless of what you want to be called. We are human beings. If I want you to call me a lamppost, I want you to respect me enough to address me as a lamppost. If I want you to call me a set of car keys, if I want you to call me, if I want you to assume I'm a keyboard or a wallet, I want you to respect me enough to address me in a way that engages me. That is all that matters. We're just wasting our time arguing the toss, trying to um, convince people who don't matter to us that our perspective is the only true perspective. The, the ultimate truth of everything in nature is that both are valid human beings. We are one and we're separate. Consciousness, it's one thing, yet it splits and fractures endlessly. So it's one thing, um, and it's so it, it's it's whole and it's separate. The universe is a paradox. So if you have polar opposite views and perspectives, just stop trying to convince the other perspective that yours is correct, because theirs is correct to them, and it just doesn't matter. So what is the intention? 
What do we want? What do we truly want? I want to connect with you. I, I couldn't care less whether what you want to be called. But the truth of the scenario is, is I can't tell. It's not obvious to me. And so, and so I want you to tell me what you want. And then I'm going to respect you enough to, um, to say that, regardless of whether it's scientifically correct or biologically correct. But here, here's the thing. There is no way in hell I'm, I'm going to abide by a law that says I have to address someone in a specific way. There is absolutely no way. You just, I mean, just write me a ticket every time. There is just no way that I'm going to allow a law like that to withhold my nature. Because my nature is that I want to connect with you. I want to understand you. And that law may not even represent you. I want to connect with you. I want to understand you. I want to feel you. Whatever that may be. You know, there are people out there that are getting married to vehicles. (laughs) And, um, uh, you know, a lady married a Ferris wheel. Who cares? How's that hurting me? Look how happy they are. What does it matter? Oh, you can't marry an inanimate object. Why? Why? (laughs) Why? Oh, it's debasing marriage. No, marriage means what it means to you. Marriage means what it means to you. It doesn't just mean one thing. You know, I could, I could say, I can say the word black. What does black mean to you? To me, it means sleek, powerful, um, stealthy, um, you know, powerful. To another person, it may mean vacuous, um, scary. Nothing is just one thing. Everything is a matter of perspective and we have to accept that all of them are valid. No book or law is going to tell me um, about my nature. (laughs) My nature is just going to arise. It's just going to arise. All that matters is what's our intention. And our intention is to connect and to understand each other. And so that requires a state of allowing on both sides. I'm going to allow you to to, to um, ask of me to address you in whichever way you want. Whichever way makes you feel good. Regardless of what I believe about it. And likewise, you have to accept that I I may not be able to tell what your preference is. You may look like a man to me, but identify as a woman or identify as um, (laughs) as a mouse mat, (laughs) you know. And I will call you mouse mat because it's about you. It's about me connecting with you. (laughs) Obviously, I'm just looking around the office, just looking at random stuff going (laughs) What do you identify as? Thermometer. <laughs> Meaning is all that matters. What does it mean to you to be called they? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to you that 
I can't tell just by looking at you? What does it mean to you that I've had to ask you what your preference is? What does it mean to you that I'm willing to call you anything you want me to call you? Just so we can connect. Just so I can understand you. Meaning is all that matters. And if we really want to understand each other, just drop this whole thing. Drop it. Drop the drop the laws. Drop the um, drop the debates about which is scientifically correct and you know which is philosophically correct, or because all of them are valid. Everything is valid in the eyes of the one who's having the experience. No one has the right to tell you that your perspective is invalid, that your emotions are invalid. And and likewise, the same goes with things like privilege. If you're marginalized, I'm privileged in many, many different ways. And there are some categories where I am marginalized, but I don't feel like a victim because of that. I feel... I feel unique in that way, but there's, I, I just, there's no, I cannot relate to the perspective of people believing that, um, other people's perspectives influence my life because meaning is down to you. The choices you make in your life are down to you. You have a vision for your life. It's there, whether you've got the balls, <laughs> no pun intended, because <laughs> that's horrendous. <laughs> to admit it or not it's metaphorical balls <laughs> whether, you, whether you've got the balls to admit it or not you do have a vision you do have desires you have things that you want but all these things that you're saying about uh, the majorities and people who have privilege they are the excuses that are preventing you from making a choice right now that takes you one step further towards that vision very, very convenient to have all these things, barriers in the way. And the reality is many, many people who achieve success in their lives, who are marginalized, they see things like racism, that they don't even see it. They don't see evidence that it exists. Now, are they wrong? No. I mean, are they right? From their perspective, Yes. But from another person's perspective, they experience racism. And that's valid to them. But know that that is not a barrier preventing you from making a choice right now that takes you a step closer to realizing the vision that you hold for your life. Your futility as to whether you can achieve it or not, you have to reconcile that within you. Accept that it is futile accept the futility of it and reclaim that power so that you can step forward in resiliency because that's what comes after once you reclaim futility um, you reclaim a lot of power in that moment and what you'll find is a level of resiliency that will actually catapult you forward wherever you want to go but if you let let the futility of life get you then you'll find excuses everywhere. You'll find excuses. Racism, um, you know, gender bias, um, privilege, um, 
anything. You'll just find excuses. And what I would say is, if you get triggered by things like constantly, and if you're gender fluid or if you can if you relate to um, being transgender or anything like that, just lean into the triggering. Lean into it. When someone of privilege just doesn't get you or understand you in any way, shape, or form, then they're actually never going to. They the our, our, the culture of our society may adapt and change to where we where it's politically correct to pretend that you understand, but they we never actually will because we haven't experienced it. And unless you share that with us. Help us to understand it. How does it feel? Then we're never truly going to empathize. But here's the thing. The reality is, is that the source of your pain is because of how much you repress yourself for much of your life before you began to accept the truth. So just understand that the universe is just mirroring to you the lack of acceptance you had for yourself for so much of your life. And of course, it's totally natural. But trying to create distance between yourself and being triggered is actually not helping you in any way, shape or form. You have to claim the truth of what it felt like to reject yourself for so many years. Lean into it, lean into it. You'll reclaim power that you never knew was within you. And you'll realize that there's nothing that can actually stop you from becoming whatever the fuck you want to become. Man, woman, (laughs) coffee cup, (laughs) microphone, (laughs) t-shirt. Or the president of the country that you live in. You'll realize it has nothing to do with you realizing your highest potential your gender, how marginalized you are. It's all to do with your perspective of what's in your way. But the only thing that's in your way is you rejecting yourself, you rejecting the truth of yourself. And understand that the what you will find about yourself is that you are a freak of nature. You are a freak of nature. Claim it. Claim it. It's your uniqueness that makes you so powerful. The ecosystems on the planet that thrive more than any other ecosystems are the ones that contain so much uniqueness that everything thrives. You have to own your uniqueness. You have to claim the fact that you are aberrant. You are atypical. Claim it. Claim it. Claim it and don't let anyone's perspective ever prevent you from taking a step towards realizing your highest potential from your perspective. I know this will have triggered you if if you are transgender and you're listening to it, but feel the love that I have for you. This comes from love. I want you to have meaning in your life. You're just giving your power away when you're asking someone to understand your perspective who never will. 
when you're saying that someone else is a barrier to you realizing your highest potential in your career, in your life, living with a sense of purpose, experiencing lasting peace. Just lean into it the next time you're triggered. Just bathe in it and feel it and name it. I am whatever it is. I am a freak of nature because that's where your power is. And when you learn to express from that place, you'll be unstoppable. You will be unstoppable. And because you will have accepted yourself, finally, the universe can't do anything other than mirror that acceptance back to you. And it will just wrap you in a warm blanket. Okay. That feels like the right place to finish. (laughs) Yep, it is. Okay. Talk soon. Cheers for now.